0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the House of Child Development. Today, we are going to continue our discussion about behavior. Especially, what are the common reasons for misbehavior? One of the things that we talk about when we say child misbehavior, we are actually referring that the child doesn't know what's right and what's wrong. When we are getting to that kind of situation, um, there, are, we are re- reacting to the child that he has a natural reaction. The natural reaction to what we commonly known as, we don't know what to do, we will do what we always doing, and we will not react differently. And then the parent or the caregiver will come and say, no, sorry, this is not the behavior that we are looking for right now. What we want right now is a child that sits down nicely and talk and explain to us what we need. So when you talk about the child behavior, you're talking about First, was the child was exposed to the right behavior? If not, that is the issue that we need to deal with. But sometimes even the child, when he knows what is the appropriate behavior, can behave inappropriately when they are hungry, they are fussy, they are um, overworked, overwhelmed. They had a bad day. They didn't have their right stuff to eat today. They didn't have the right food. So they're angry. And remember, it depends on the age, but if a child is very young, is lacking the vocabulary, the emotional vocabulary, to tell us, I'm like this right now because I'm tired. I need something to eat. Those things are what the child is looking for but he can't tell us. So he knows that if he will cry, if he will hit, if he will do something, he will get a reaction and maybe you as a parent or a caregiver then can solve the problem. Another thing is that children sometimes fail to learn the appropriate behavior. Especially with kids with ADHD, for example, or autism and learning disabilities, they learn the value of the right behavior or the things that we expect them to do, but it's something that requires us to repeat, repeat, and sometimes also repeat. Um. Sometimes it might even be something that is genetic. So there are things that are some disorders that are actually genetic. And it's our job to teach the child how to avoid or to teach him strategies when he's tired, when the work is too much for him. So what we do here cutting corners, and instead of waiting for the child to tell us what's wrong, we are ready with the school, we are ready with the professionals, and we know what will make him angry or what will make him upset, and we are trying to make his life easier. So when something will happen, we will teach him the strategies that he needs. And sometimes it's even through bad modeling. So the child learns bad behavior because he's watching us as parents or caregivers or even therapists or teachers and watch the bad behavior of littering or lying to a police officer or swearing. And then the child see, oh wait a second, this is my father or mother and they are they are swearing, and they tell me not to swear, why there is a double standard here? That's not okay. Another thing is, the child might seek extra attention. And that is something that we see a lot from young kids who are 2 or 3. They will break something or they draw on the walls just to get attention because they know That you might yell at them or you might hit them. But they know that they get attention. And they have full attention. You are not talking to their brother or sister. You are not watching TV anymore. They cause something in the world that focuses all of the energy to them. And they like it. So that is another thing that we are going to talk on How to fix it. How to recognize it. And so the first thing that we need to ask ourselves is why do we see right now a misbehavior? Why our child is crying, yelling, kicking the wall, or doing all of those things. That is our first task. When we see that the child is hungry, we can tell the child, this is the schedule when we eat, and this is the corner when we are going to put things that if you're hungry, you can go there and eat. It's okay. Like in the box, you can put carrots, apples, or tell him in the fridge where the corner if he's hungry and we are not able to give him food right now, or if he's he wants to drink, where is the water, and to see when he needs to nap, if he needs it, and what are the triggers that makes him angry. So let's say that he's the youngest kid and there's a middle kid, middle child, that the middle child always picks on the youngest kid. And we know that the youngest kid can't handle it, can't contain it, and we need to see what to do with that. We can decide that we give more power to the young kid by inviting him to do projects and to increase his self awareness self esteem and to give him awards more and when he's doing a good job, we are going to recommend. we are going to do a lot of things because of it and when he's doing a bad thing, we are going to say, not to say anything, we are not giving power to that kind of behavior. So, also we need to understand that if it's genetic and for example it's an anxiety, you need to contact a professional or to see where is the anxiety comes from, and that is one of the therapies that is very recommended for young kids. So, if you don't have the tools for And asking for help, you can always ask from a professional. So let's talk about how a behavior is learned. So after you showed your child how to play a new game, and your child was okay, he was not, he didn't have a tantrum, but then his brother, that is uh, older than him, start to have a tantrum and throwing everything away. What do you do? So, the first thing that you should do is take the youngest kid away from the situation and say, good job for not having a tantrum. Good job, let's do something nice together. And the uh, the kid that had the tantrum, you actually show him, no, this is not what we do. We don't have the tantrum. now." After he finished the tantrum, we can go to his room or next to him, wherever he is, talk to him slowly and quietly, and talk talk to him about what is expected of games like this, but not in a judgy way. We say, you know, David, we saw that it was very hard for you to lose today. What can we do next time so it will be easier? And when we talk to someone and we don't judge him, we explain what we saw, that we saw that David had a problem with winning and losing. We ask, what would we do next time? Do you have any idea? We give the child the power to say, well, next time I can do this. And when you would be with the child, you will make sure that, oh, remember David, if we are losing, we are trying to do sit-ups, we are trying to talk, we are trying to do something else, we are trying to hit a ball or a pillow or say, oh, I, I don't like to lose. Those things you are trying to find the right solution to the kid, to the problem that he has. Another thing is that we need to know that if there is one parent, that is much more aggressive in the way that they talk to their kids, we need to tell them, okay, please leave the situation, we will take care of it. If you know that you are the person who is much calmer, can explain it, have the time for it, you do it. Because the child will not react nicely to someone who is aggressive, he will lock himself down, He will not listen to you, and he will feel that you're attacking him. And that is the opposite of what is our goal in this scenario. We want to make sure that our child is our partner in the way of solving the issue. We want to make sure that everyone around him, and him included, are safe, and that we can continue working on the issues. That we have. So after you show him how to play, you show them what is the expected behavior and you show them everything and you did everything correctly, you will see a change in the behavior. You won't see it widespread on everything, you will see it on that issue. But you can take the strategy and remind him You remember that you have an issue with winning and losing. We said those are the strategies that we can use. Let's use those things for other things. Let's say, oh, he has a problem waiting in line. Oh, wait, you have a, let's say, give me three strategies that you think are the best for waiting in line. And if he has a problem, you can ask him, okay, you know what, for me, if I have to wait in line, this is what... I would do. Can you give me two more?" And whatever he says, you are going to try it. You are going to try it, try it ten times, and if you see it works, fine, it works. If it doesn't work, he said, you know, we tried that strategy, it doesn't work, let's continue. Maybe we will try another strategy that we have learned already. So the question is how does a child learn new behavior? So there are two methods on learning behavior. There is the observation. Your child is looking at you and or someone who is being fooled in his life and see how they react to different situations. So if your child sees you at the wheel and you're Always cursing, you're always uh, to- uh, having tantrums and can't wait uh, changing lane or you're being a bully in the road and you have a road rage and your child sees you only as a person who is angry, he will copy it. But if you're angry and you say, oh, you know what, I was angry right now because um the guy was changing lanes, and I thought it was not fair, so your child learns a new behavior he knows okay, and I can talk to myself and explain myself the reason why I feel upset, and when I feel upset and I know why I feel upset, I can fix it so that is one um thing that you can do another thing is. Practicing a situation at home. At your home, you can practice whatever behavior that you want to fix. So, for example, if your child can't wait, the teacher told you that the child can't wait and he's shouting every second. So, practice at home. Say, oh, now I'm the teacher and you're the kid. Or you are the kid and he's the teacher and interrupt him every time when you interrupt him and you show him okay this is what your teacher thinks or this is what your teacher feels when you interrupt her and give more examples on feelings so the child will understand what's going on so the target behavior that you're looking for is i want my child to be a successful learner, successful successful in emotion regulation, and be able to tell us what's wrong instead of uh, using violence or u- shutting down. Because as long as your child is young, it's easier to understand the, le- the behavior and it's easier to fix the behavior than when a child is a teenager and it's the first time that you want to deal with it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, please leave it in the comments. And I will uh, love to uh, tell you the answer in the next podcast. Have a great day.